Christ receiveth sinful men. Isn't that wonderful? Even me with all my sin, purged from every spot and stain, heaven with him I enter in. So the songwriter said, Sing it o'er and over again. Christ receiveth sinful men. Make the message clear and plain. Christ receiveth sinful men. I am so glad that that is true, that Christ receiveth and Christ receives sinful men. Like I say, it matters not who you are, where you came from, or what you have done. If you will stop and acknowledge that you need Jesus, he will forgive you of your sins. He will save you and he will receive you. The question is, after he has received you and you become his child, is it possible for you to sin again? And if you sin, what happens? Do you lose your salvation? What happens when the Christian sin? First of all, let me be honest with you. Not because you are a child of God, not because you prayed and asked Jesus to enter your heart and to forgive you of your sins and save you, not because you are no saved means that you will not sin. I only wish that when God gave us his salvation, he had taken away the old nature, the old sinful Adamic nature. But the truth of the matter is, so long as we have this old sinful nature, we will always be battling with this sinful nature. And from time to time, we will make mistakes and sin. Oh, the person who thinks that he or she is perfect and such a person does not sin is fooling him or herself. We all make mistakes in life. The Bible says if we say we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So we are using David as an example to answer this question. What happens when a Christian sin? We looked at a few things already and we noticed what happened with David, that it made his soul, his heart dirty after he sinned that sin of adultery and murder, I must say. His heart was dirty. It filled his mind. His mind was filled where he couldn't get away from it. Yeah. It never left his mind. It bones the conscience. It affects the conscience. It bones the conscience. It depresses the heart and uh, I share these with you and I share the scriptures with you and it affects the body. And by the way, when one sins, when the child of God sins, the father steps in and if the child is not willing to confess and forsake, the father chastises. Hebrews 12 verse 3 to 11. Now notice something else. When the child of God sins, David was a child of God. 
a man after God's own heart. I want to show you something. That sin that the child of God did, that sin caused the tongue to cease from true praises to the Almighty. You may hear somebody saying something when they're not right with God, but when it comes to really praising God, the tongue cease from giving praise to God. You say, but pastor, why would you say that? Okay, come with me to verse number 14 and verse number 15 from chapter 51. I notice what David said. He said, deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation. David was guilty of shedding the blood of Uriah. Even though he did not kill Uriah himself, he was the cause of Uriah's death. He wanted Uriah to die at every day, every moment of his life. Oh, it stood before him. He said, deliver me from the blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and deliver my tongue that it shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. He says, what my tongue used to do is not doing anymore. O Lord, Open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. David's lips are now sealed. It's like when someone gets involved in sin, they don't want to see the, the preacher. They don't want to see the sister or the brother at church. They don't want to come back to church. They don't want to read the Bible. They don't want to pray. They don't want to sing. Their lips are sealed. Now what caused that? Sin causes that. Sin caused him not to have a testimony to give, to share with others. And sin caused him not to have any more praises in his mouth to offer to God. Sin caused that. You notice something else? It brings about a wrong spirit when the child of God sins. You ask what happened? So I'm trying to share with you what happens when the child of God sins. Go back to verse number 10 of chapter 51. He said, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So David, he said, I want my heart to be clean. David announced that his spirit needed to be renewed. Hmm. To renew something is to bring it back to the original state. It is to update. It means it was different to how it is now. And David said, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. So not only that it stops the tongue from true praises to God, it brings about a wrong spirit because David is saying, Oh, look what sin has done. After he sinned with Uriah's wife, he went ahead and then sinned by causing Uriah's death. Wrong spirit. Sin? Yeah. And then after sin, he had the wrong spirit. He said he wouldn't go to sleep with his wife, make sure he's dead. You see, when sin hits the believer and the believer finds him as herself, out of fellowship with God. What should we do when sin breaks fellowship 
with God. How should we seek to get this fellowship with God restored? I believe that we have a good example. The man David himself, out of fellowship with God, realized all these things. He's begging God for mercy. And he's saying, not according to me, but according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. He's begging God to blot out his transgressions. David, David is not only saying, Lord, forgive me, but he's asking God to blot them out from him. He don't want to remember them. He don't want to have nothing to do. He don't want them to have nothing to do with these sins. He don't want to even think of them anymore. And he's begging that he be washed, that God would wash him. You wash things that are dirty. He said, not only wash me, he said, cleanse me from my sin. His sin had him real dirty. He wants to be cleansed. Next morning, I'll begin to share with you a few more thoughts on this in the form of a few points that I've drawn from this text. Just was sharing with you what sin does. If you find yourself involved in sin, what God expects is for you to confess your sin. If you confess your sin, He's faithful. He's just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we can go to your word and learn from your word what is required of us. And we thank you, dear God, that we know, Lord, that when we come to you, what you will do. We thank you for the so many sins that you have forgiven of so many of us. We thank you. We thank you that you don't cut us off, but you still love us as your children. And you treat us as your children, even in your correction. Bless these devotions as they share them with friends and family as a tool of evangelism. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.